Hey there, what's going on? This is Lawrence uh, from LawrenceDoes.com, and you guys are just about to listen to the sixth episode of the Heritage Real Estate Show. I just wanted to thank you uh, immediately and right now personally for even tuning in and taking a few minutes out of your day to just kind of look into the life of a hairstylist turned realtor. Um, you guys are fantastic, and I appreciate all the input or feedback. And if you'd love to work with me, that'd be great. I'd love to help you find a home. Thank you so much, and enjoy the show. Man, oh man, what's going on? Hey, how's everybody doing? This is Lawrence from LawrenceDoes.com, and you are listening to the sixth episode of the Hair to Real Estate show. Today's going to be a great show. It's been quite a while since the last episode, had a lot going on, and been very busy. So uh, let's jump right in. So let's talk about hair. Got a couple things on my mind. Um, for all you uh, hairstylists and barbers out there, guys, I would say this, look, um, one of the big things that I feel is really, really important is time and uh, continued education. Um, I feel like sometimes we get into situations where had you been um, practicing and learning more conse- uh, consistently, um, you'll probably do better work and, and you're going to be faster. Um, I had a haircut that uh, came in that uh, a brand new client, uh, actually, no, not a, not a new client, a client that... Um, stopped coming for quite a while and then she came back to me uh, because uh, she's a little on the difficult side but um, she came back because uh, you know I'm awesome and she made a mistake but she had wanted a haircut um, that wasn't really what she was wanting I don't know sometimes you guys get those clients where uh, you know they, they show you a picture but they don't want the picture but they kind of want the picture it's just a very very common thing for hairstylists and barbers out there um, anyway um, if you are taking the time to continue education and you can understand it and you know it really well, um, then you'll be able to kind of navigate your way through that situation relatively easy, you know, because, um, you know, you, you take a look at the picture, you see what the hair actually is, and then they, you know, you listen to their request and the things that they want. And then at that point, you have to take that and have the know-how and the skill and knowledge to talk them into why or what you're going to be doing next. For example, you know, the, the back on the picture was very short. But um, she didn't want that because uh, she wanted a little disconnect on the front. It had like a longer fringe and kind of by the temple area where it kind of like swept kind of towards her cheek, uh, a little past her chin a little bit. Um, and then there was like a gap right in between the nape and the front of the front of the head. And that's because, yeah, when you start to stack that really tight, that's just going to happen until you get up to the crown. The crown lays over um, normally. So, right. But she didn't want that. Well, I was like, well, that's really, of a, that's more of a bob, you know, and uh, that's going to be kind of like a one length with a little bit of texture. And, and that's kind of where you have to go, right? So we ended up doing a completely different haircut than what the picture looked like. I did texture the top quite a bit and had a lot of disconnection, so I kind of had some flow to it. And then, of course, the bangs, you know, that's a completely different thing, right? Her fringe, um, she, you know, she was growing it out and then she wanted to be able to style left and right. But the picture was a very short, choppy bang. Um, very textured, super chewy, uh, you know, in, the, in that sense. And she wanted something more um, blunt. So those are the things that, you know, guys, if you're a hairstylist and, you know, or a barber and you're really kind of just behind the chair doing things that you always do and you don't really continue your education and you're not working on uh, the skills that is necessary to be successful, you're going to come across these situations and you're going to get yourself in a very bad um, a very bad scenario. And it's not going to go over really well. Um, luckily, this worked out really well. Although I will say this, I haven't done a bob in quite some time. And I actually hate doing one length bobs because most of my haircuts I cut wet with a razor. And then I always like to dry the hair, flat wrap it, 
uh, either flat iron it really, really well, and then cut it dry to kind of, uh, you know, specialize and texture and just do all of the, you know, the, the, the detailing work towards the end. But I never, ever really do one link bobs. I hate them. Uh, it's not the way I like to cut. I hate taking small sections. It's, it kills me. Um, I just don't have, I have ADD. So anyway, um, super, super awesome guys. But let's talk about, um, let's talk about some real estate. So the last time, if you guys have been paying attention to the show and you can find the episodes as well, um, we had a deal, right? Uh, one of the deals that I'm working on is these buyers, uh, looking for an investment property, doing some things and, um, we're getting in it round, right? You know, so we, we had seen a property. We're trying to get in before I put a couple of contingencies to kind of protect our earnest money deposit. Um, and then we kind of came in really aggressive, right? So for me, you know, I like to do, um, you know, like again, I, I've said it before as a buyer's agent, I'm always gonna be very aggressive. I'm trying to get this house for at least, or the, you know, this property for at least amount of money as possible. Let's try to keep some money in my buyer's pockets, you know, so they can buy that new couch or change the kitchen around or whatever the case, if it needs it. Um, but if it's a newer property, especially with the market getting very hot, you know, I really like to, I really like to be a, not aggressive. That's not the word. I'm so sorry. Um, I like to be realistic, right? Because, you know, let's, let's not waste time when the property calls for it. You know what I mean? And, uh, so I advise my, my clients to come in with their best offer. Um, you know, and let's see what we can do. So, you know, the best offer, they needed some money on the back end. So we asked for some money, um, back on the closing costs, right? So the seller is going to pay for some of this closing costs. We can put some money back in our pocket and, uh, and do that. Um, originally the offer got, uh, countered immediately and they're like, no, they're not really filming the counter, co- you know, the, the closing cost. So, um, you know, what we did is I, I actually changed the, the offer price for $5,000 more actually over asking price. And then, um, and then still kept that that asking uh, for the closing cost because at that point it's a win-win that you know they they still get, they walk away with what they feel like the house is worth. Uh, my clients get to keep some money on the back end, and then we're good to go. Um, a couple other contingencies, but not going to get into that. But the main thing is, guys, is um, is is the deal's tough because you know when you're trying to get a property to make some money, you know it's hard. And we've lost a couple now, you know, and that's because one we're you know we were either too aggressive or. Um, you know, the market just wasn't right or the house didn't work out. Uh, but this one here, cause we've lost out on one that was very similar to this one. And it was just a matter of being too aggressive, right? Uh, zero days on the market. We went and seen it immediately, uh, put her offering about $15,000 less than what they were asking. Something against my wishes. I, I, I told them that we probably should come up a little bit more, but they wanted to play ball and whatever the case is. And sure enough, we got outbid. So, you know, if you guys are out there, um, and you're working on deals, um, I would ju- I would just try your really best to really be considerate of what the market is really telling you, right? So I mean, if the houses aren't staying on the market for too long, you know, don't mess around and be con- you know um, aggressive. If it's been there for a long time, make sure to trust your realtor for the most part, or your real estate agent, or whoever's helping you with this deal, um, because if they know the market and they know the situation, they know how to do this. Um, I would take their opinion 110%. Now, remember, um, you know that that's just the very first step. You know, once you get that way. Once the offer is accepted, you know, um, and most of the time, even on this one here, we have to get cross-referenced, right, or, or cross-qualified, and this is kind of where sometimes the trouble comes into play because it, it gets hard, it gets tough, and there's a lot of things that, that come around, the loans get really tough, so um, just just a lot, it's, it's been a lot, this is, I'll tell you right now, this, I've been working with this buyer now for about four months, four and a half months, and we still haven't got, um, we haven't even opened an escrow yet because we just keep missing out, and it's um, it's whether because of the house isn't right for what they're trying to do or 
um, you know, we need money for rehab or, you know, it's just one of those things where now the market's trying to heat up and, and it gets really hard, you know, and, and that's tough too, you know, so, but, you know, but that's the everyday. And, you know, I love the grind. I love helping. I, you know, and my, again, you know, I'm not really, for me, you know, three to four to five months isn't an issue for me. You know, I'm not really banking on the check. I'm not walking around thinking, hey, like, when am I going to get paid? Um, you know, I'm sure I'll get paid when I get paid. That's not the issue. Um, the issue for me is that I, I really just want to make sure that I'm doing everything that I can for my clients so that they can make the most amount of money and walk away happy and satisfied. And, you know, that's the, that's the thing. At the very end of the day, that's my job, you know, as a realtor is uh is really to just provide you know above beyond excellence service because um you know it's a weird process it's a hard process actually and um you know and it's it's scary because it's a lot of money on the table and uh there's just a lot of of you know sometimes buyer remorse is really hard so you kind of want to make sure it's the right one and i don't know this is tough so that's been great hair's been great um my kids my life the wedding and there's a lot going on you know, if you guys are staying up to, to date on, you know, what's going on here. And, and, it, and first of all, thank you for even listening this far if you've gotten here, uh, because that has been great. And uh, I will tell you this right now, they just sent back the counter and they're looking for the counter here. And now um, we're going to make a decision. Actually, as soon as I get done with this one here, I'm probably um, going to give my client a call and see what our next move is. And that'll be tomorrow's episode. So uh, just stay out there. Stay hungry. Stay grinding. Guys, if you're in the hair business, continued education at non-stop do not stop learning um every single day um same thing for realtors if you guys are young realtors starting out or you know if you're old realtors just starting out um learn as much as you can find yourself a mentor and uh, and really just get that experience because that's that's the best teacher you know and and there's no such thing as a mistake as long as you learn from it and uh i am one to attest to that so thank you so much for listening guys again this is lawrence from lawrencedoes.com and this is the hair to real estate show if you need something, you call me, 760-567-2226. See you there. Bye.